Hello to everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Hello to everyone who is watching from home, to everyone who is working from home, to everyone who is homeschooling from home, to everyone who is socially distancing themselves and is home. Hello, my friends. If you're on here, please drop a comment and say hi. There is no time like right now to continue to build our community, so please get involved in this podcast. Let's make it a little more interactive um, because community is critical right now. You are watching Ask Jess, and this episode is all about skills over stockpiles. It, hey, Paulette, hello. So skills over stockpiles. I really have been feeling an incredible urge to pop on here. Hi, Brenda and Linda. You guys, I'm so happy you guys are here. I have been feeling an incredible, incredible urge to talk in this podcast all about the, there's so many words that we could use, right? The the mass hysteria and craziness. And it's not to say that it's not warranted because obviously what the precautions that are being taken are very important, but there is so much fear and anxiety that is being just brought on by all of this stuff that's going on. And I just want to really come on here and have a serious conversation with everyone about how to regain control when you feel like you are completely, you know, so much control has been taken away from you. Um, the, the mass hysteria around the toilet paper has also really prompted me to think about how we can look at this a little differently. You guys know that shifting our mindset is truly one way that we can really overcome things, overcome obstacles, um, and really look at situations in a different light. So that's what I really want to talk about with you today. And so I just want to quickly say hi, Chris and Lisa, Michelle, Hillary, Debbie. Hello, you guys. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so thrilled that we have a community. We have an incredible community that can be really a support group during this crazy, crazy time. Okay, so without further ado, <laughs> how to break, oh, how to re, okay, so the four things I'm going to cover today, how to regain a sense of control when so much feels out of control, how to break through the fear and make rational buying decisions, how reducing what you have in your home can create a safer environment and better prepare you for emergencies. So that's the opposite of stockpiling. And what can you do right now? How can you handle this right now? So starting at the top, hi, Judy and Tina, hello. Starting at the top, how to regain a sense of control when so much feels out of control. There are so many decisions that have been made for us recently. You can't send your kids to school. You can't go out to a restaurant. A lot of you cannot do this. You cannot do that. So what can you do? Identifying what you are able to do and how you do have control still in your life is critically important to helping you 
feel, regain that sense of control. And when you feel like you're regaining a sense of control, that is when you can start to address some of the anxiety that you're feeling and some of the stress that you're feeling. I think it's pretty interesting, you know, when we're dealing with illness, which is what this is all about, this is about the coronavirus, if you are stressed, you are way more likely to compromise your own immune system. So anything that we can do to feel like we're in control and to start reducing our stress is critically important at a time like this. So my number one piece of advice is to take a deep breath. When you're watching the news, when you're scrolling your social media feed, when you're opening up your email and getting the 100th email of the day talking about preparations for the coronavirus, breathe. Let's all breathe right now. Just take a deep breath and just breathe. Breathing is so critically important to dealing with our stress. So number one, breathe. Remember all of the positive that is in your life right now. Just take a deep breath and focus on the good. That's my number one piece of advice. If you don't listen to anything else, although I have a lot more advice for you here, if you don't listen to anything else though, remember to breathe. Once I was really stressed and I was getting a massage and my massage therapist said to me, you know, you really should make sure you're doing a lot of deep breathing uh, while you're dealing with all the stress in your life. And I remember saying to her, oh yeah, of course. And she goes, yeah, but you, like, you're not even breathing right now. <laughs> so sometimes we don't even realize that we're holding in all of this anxiety and all of this stress and that we're like tense, right? So just truly remember to breathe. Another thing that you can really do to start to regain some control in your life is instead of giving into the fear of stockpiling everything that the store has to offer. Awesome. Kathleen's breathing right now. That is awesome. Hey, Meredith and Kim and Yvonne. How are you guys doing? Another thing that you can do to start to really gain control over things in your life, instead of stockpiling, consider learning some new skills. So I want to say right now, if you plant a lettuce seed today, in 30 days, you will be able to have salad from that plant. So there are things that we can do easily in our homes. And I'm going to actually start, I'm not sure it's, if it's going to be a podcast or a newsletter or a Facebook group. If you have an opinion on this, let me know. Um, just a basic life skills guidance because the other side of, of the or professional organizing that I do is really teaching basic life skills, like how to grow plants in your house. If you have no soil, no sun, you know, it's actually super easy to create a little home garden, our own victory garden in our house. And then you don't need to worry so much about there being fresh produce in the store because you're actually growing your own produce at home and it's so much easier than you ever thought it was. So when you're feeling stressed and you're, you know, searching for th that roll of toilet paper in the store, maybe instead of going to yet another store, go home and use the internet, which is our greatest resource, to learn a new skill that can help you gain a sense of control over the situation. 
Meredith says, JV started sprouting about a week ago and we ate them last night. Right. So if you grow microgreens and sprouts, they will, you have seven to 10 days and they'll be ready to eat and they are full, chock full of nutrients, which is another thing that can help you stave off any of these illnesses, reduce your stress, increase your nutrients. And this is something that you can do on your own at home. You do not need to rely on an outside force to make sure that you have access to good nutrient dense food. You can accomplish this on your own at home if you learn some new skills. I've thought back on any time that I have been in an, an emergency situation. And of course, I've never seen anything like this. We've never seen anything like this before in our lives. But whenever I have had a little emergency situation that I've had to deal with, the only thing that has gotten me through is being able to think critically, rely on skills that I have as a human. There's never been a time where I have really needed a thing that I have purchased um, that has been more important than the skills that I have had. So right now, if you're feeling like you need to purchase all of the things <laughs> um, to get through this time, I encourage you to instead start developing some skills that will last you and serve you so much longer and in such a greater variety of situations. It will help you regain a sense of control over what's going on right now. The other thing that you can do, and that's what we talk about all the time, is to read glass jars. Yes, Gina, you have no idea how many glass jars I have. I use them for everything. Um, in fact, it's how I grow vegetables hydroponically, and that's what my first podcast or <laughs> newsletter or posting in a new Facebook group is going to be when I kind of figure out the direction to go with this teaching basic life skills idea that I have. Um, okay, so the other thing that you can do, which of course I talk about all the time, is regain a sense of control over your home environment. So we are stuck in our houses right now. Of course, we can go for walks and everything, but we're mostly stuck inside. And if you're inside and you're surrounded by a lot of clutter, that is going to cause you to have additional anxiety. It is no secret that clutter and anxiety are like, they go hand in hand, right? Clutter compromises anxiety and anxiety compromises clutter. So let's reduce our clutter and reduce our anxiety. You deserve to have a home that you love right? You deserve to have a space that rejuvenates you and that harbors you during these uncertain times. So this is a great time to gain control over your home environment by decluttering. Remember, you don't have to declutter a ton at once. If you start with one small collection today, maybe it's your socks, maybe it's your shorts, Maybe I, a lot of people in the group are doing their shoes right now. Um, maybe it's your grocery bags. Whatever the small collection is, if you commit to one small collection every day, you will dramatically increase your feeling of control over your environment and create a home that you love that feels better when you're stuck in your home for extended periods of time. Gina, yes, hydroponics. <laughs> I grow a lot of vegetables hydroponically. I will share more information about that um, later, but in the meantime, you can look up my Instagram is garbage art food. It's also on my website. I have a whole 
section on waste-free living, which is where my hydroponics growing came from. Um, so that's, a, you can start there looking for resources. Debbie says, I'm so glad I've gotten as much done as I have. I am so, oops, let's see. I am so much happier in my home than I would have been. Yes, you guys, I mean, this is really fortuitous that we started on this decluttering journey. You all started on this decluttering journey with me when you did because it's actually really helped a lot of people just have a little bit, be a little bit happier in their home um, now that we're stuck in our homes. Uh, okay, so Yvonne says, I'm going to start with one drawer in my filing cabinet. Excellent. I also wanted to throw out there, I think um, next week I'm going to dedicate inside all of my Facebook groups across my social media to home office decluttering. I have heard from so many people that now they're the forced to work at home, they're quickly, <laughs> quickly rushing to, maybe we'll do it over the weekend actually, rushing to get their home offices decluttered because they have to be on Zoom calls all the time. So, and I know for my kids, I had to set up little areas for them to work in the house. So home office and homeschooling decluttering, yes. <laughs> Yes. Um, so maybe we'll do that over the weekend. We'll do a, like, you know how we did the declutter date night? Maybe we can do that for the whole weekend with the focus on home office, uh, just so that we can help everyone get to a place where they feel really comfortable being on video conferencing calls in their house. And also, if you have to work in an office, even, I mean, whether it's at home or not, you should love your environment because then you're so much more productive. So it's really important to your mental health and to your productivity, it's all connected, it's all clutter, you guys hear me say this all the time, um, to have this home office that you love. Okay, so those are some ideas about how to rega regain a sense of control when so much feels out of your control. How, the next thing that we're gonna talk about, this might be a, a little longer than usual, this podcast. <laughs> Candy, home office decluttering needed here, yes. Yep. Okay. Princess Ariel, how are you doing? I'm so happy to see you on here. I'm glad this is what you needed to hear today. <laughs> I'm glad that you're here. Okay. So how to break through the fear and make more rational buying decisions. This is tricky, right? There is a lot of fear-based purchasing going on right now. And I totally get it. We don't know how long things are going to be closed for. We don't know what's going to be closed. We don't know when our packages are going to be delivered. We don't know when we can go to the grocery store. We don't know what we're going to find. There are so many unknowns. However, <laughs> purchasing stuff because of fear can lead to complications down the road and lead to more anxiety and lead to more of your time being stolen from you. So how do we kind of make those rational buying decisions instead of letting the fear take control of us. Number one, I want you to ask yourself, will owning this cause me to have anxiety if I buy it? So when you are thinking about purchasing something, will bringing that into your house cause you to have anxiety or will it be something that actually supports you moving forward? So, you know, we want our home to support our life today, right now, at this moment. So when you're considering purchasing something, I want you to ask yourself, do I actually want to take care of this? Do I actually want to store this? Is there a good chance that I am going to use this? So I know I've heard from a lot of people that they're purchasing things that they don't normally eat, like canned goods. 
So if you don't normally eat canned soup and you're purchasing it, what are, is it going to cause you more anxiety to have it in your house? Is it going to stress you out? Do you have space for it? Or is it going to feel good to have that canned soup that you don't like in your house? I mean, so you want to just kind of weigh this out. So the, the first thing we talked about was stopping and breathing. And I want you to do this before you purchase anything too. Take a deep breath and really analytically think about why you are bringing this thing into your home. Is this going to enhance and support your life right now? Or is it going to detract from your life and cause you anxiety because you're spending money on it? You don't have space for it. You don't really like it. So weigh it out. Okay. <laughs> so just stop and breathe before you hit buy, <laughs> right? When you're in the grocery store, are you purchasing toilet paper because there is no toilet paper? Or do you already have two cases of toilet paper at home? How long can you last on the toilet paper that you have? Um, <laughs> the next question to ask yourself before you even start buying stuff is, do I know what I already own? So this, of course, is a huge benefit to decluttering is that you actually can identify what you own. So oftentimes we're buying stuff because we're not sure if we already have what we need on hand. So maybe before you go grocery shopping, declutter your pantry, declutter your refrigerator, declutter your food, so you actually know what you do have on hand. So that will also give you a sense of control over your life, just having the knowledge of what you do already own. So maybe consider decluttering a certain collection prior to shopping. If your kids need new clothing, declutter their clothing first and then go and see what, then you know what they actually need. You know, my daughter just recently went through all of her summer clothing and her summer hand-me-downs, which is a small amount of stuff. But, you know, her initial statement to me was, I need a ton of new clothing for this summer. And after she spent a little bit of time going through the hand-me-downs and decluttering what she already has, it was very clear to both of us that she really doesn't need that much. She, we need to fill in the gaps a little bit. But if we had gone off that, oh my gosh, it's getting warm, we have to go buy new clothing right now, we would have brought way more stuff and spent way more money on these things that we don't actually need and it would have caused me more stress. So before you shop, declutter a small collection and just see what you actually have on hand. When you're shopping and you're thinking about buying something, ask yourself if you already have something that you could use if you didn't buy this thing. I am going to use, <laughs> I am going, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to talk about the toilet paper. We're going to get down and dirty with toilet paper right now because I have a couple of, of things about toilet paper. Do I have something that I can use if I don't have toilet paper? Am I buying this because other people are buying this, not because I actually need it? And what is my worst case scenario if I don't have toilet paper, for example, on hand? So of all of the things <laughs> that people are purchasing, the toilet paper seems to be a little strange to me. I want to make sure personally for my family that we have food and financial security moving forward. When it comes to toilet paper, 
I want to use my critical thinking skills to decide <laughs> if I need to purchase many cases of toilet paper or am I doing this because everyone else is. So if I don't have toilet paper, what is my worst case scenario? What is your worst case scenario if you don't have toilet paper? A couple of options that I've come up with. You could create your own, and this is a little DIY bidet, right? So you could put water into uh, a squeeze bottle and use that to clean your butt. You could also cut up some rags and use those, maybe in combination with the squeeze bottle water. You could clean yourself in the shower if you have a removable handle in your shower. Now, is this super convenient? No, not super convenient. But is it the end of the world? No. It's not, right? So toilet paper is a relatively new invention and humans are so good at figuring out ways to solve their problems. I want you to think about what did humans do before there was toilet paper? I've read a lot of comical things on the internet, but there's also a lot of really good ideas. So are, are you buying toilet paper because everyone else is buying, buying toilet paper? Or do you realistically have enough toilet paper in your house to last you like four months right now? <laughs> Brenda says, I can say I didn't even go out and buy not even one pack of toilet paper. Brenda, me either, because <laughs> I actually had purchased a case like last month, and I know that'll last us for several months, so why would I want to store more stuff in my house? That just creates a cluttered environment that causes me stress. Um, Terry says, I want to declutter, but besides throwing it out, I'm nervous I can't sell or donate. I understand that moving stuff out of your house right now can be problematic. So I'm going to just say that is very true. Uh, a lot of places are not accepting donations and it does create stress. But Terry, I would consider decluttering what you can. Your garbage is still being collected. So definitely declutter anything that's going to be tossed into the garbage, right? That's a good place to start. Um, declutter collections that are easy, emotionally easy. There's always a place to start. You just need to identify it. Maybe you just start with the pens in your house, right? Something You probably have enough pens to last for many lifetimes. I know that I do. Um, so maybe that's a good place to start. Uh, always start with emotionally easy and definitely consider right now, because a lot of donation places are closing, consider decluttering a collection that you know is going to go into the trash like your papers, for example, would be a very good place to de start decluttering right now. Um, okay, there's a lot of other comments on here. <laughs> okay, so that's how you break through the fear and make rational buying decisions. Stop and breathe and ask yourself some really critical questions before you actually make the purchase. Maybe you do need a lot of food because your kids are home and they're not normally home. Okay, that's a rational buying decision, right? But just think about it before you actually purchase. Terry, papers, we can do it. Start with the easy ones, right? 10 pieces of paper a day. I bet we can get through so much. One folder a day. Break it down into small, easy chunks. Okay, how reducing what you have can create a safer environment and better prepare you for emergencies. So this is super counterintuitive to what we are being taught right now. But the truth is that stockpiling can get you through an emergency as long as you haven't crossed that line 
to where stockpiling becomes a problem. If you don't know what you have in your house, if you cannot access what you have in your house easily, if you can't identify what you have and access it, then stockpiling becomes more of a hindrance and a burden than a solution. So when you start to declutter and you can actually see what you have, you are much better prepared to deal with an emergency situation because you know exactly what you need. The other problem with clutter in homes is that a lot of clutter can cause ongoing health problems inside of a house. So right now we are being advised to wipe down surfaces, sanitize everything, and I'm not even going to go there with this, but <laughs> about how we over sanitize the entire world. But it's very important, especially if you are immunocompromised right now, to create a clean environment inside of your house. The problem with clutter and the point at where stockpiling becomes more hazardous than not stockpiling is when it actually creates an environmental issue inside of your house. If you have a lot of clutter, if you are stockpiling a lot of stuff, you will more have more dust, you'll have more cleaning to do. You are more likely to have rodents and bugs kind of living in between everything, which can be hazardous for your health. You are more likely to have mold growing behind boxes and bins, which is extremely hazardous to the point of being deadly. So you really want to consider how easy it is to maintain a clean environment as a priority over purchasing stuff and stockpiling to prepare for an unknown future need. First and foremost, your home has to be a safe zone for you, especially right now. Clutter can also create safety issues just by having stacks of stuff that can fall on you, that you can trip over. Um, you do not want to set yourself up for a situation where you might end up in a hospital because you've fallen and broken an ankle or broken a hip or hit your head because you're stockpiling so much stuff in your house right now. Your home should support your life today. That means a safe environment that you enjoy being in and that you can easily maintain. That is so much more important than having 500 rolls of toilet paper in your house at this moment. So again, rational thinking, right? We know we need to have a safe environment. We need to be able to clean our homes. We need to want to be in our house, otherwise we're gonna feel depressed and anxious. So setting yourself up for success in an environment like that means decluttering and organizing so that you can have access to what you need when you need it. You know exactly what you have on hand all the time so you can make rational buying decisions, right? Whew, these are heavy topics today. <laughs> All right, you guys, let's take another deep breath. If you're on here and still watching, I super appreciate that. Give me a hashtag breathe in the comments. Right? This is all heavy stuff, and it's super important to talk about it, though. So, okay, I'm breathing. I'm feeling better now. I'm going to go on to... <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you, Candy. Hi, Terry. Hi, Laura. <laughs> okay, so what can you do right now? <laughs> yes, breathe. <sighs> what can you do right now to help gain control over your environment, to help create a safe environment, to prepare yourself for the future? Number one, plant a seed. <laughs> Seriously, let's plant a seed so that in one week or one month, we have fresh vegetables in our home. Not only will we have food to eat, but we also having plants around us helps cleanse the air. It provides a visual, a calming visual, um, and it just, it makes you feel really good. So let's plant a seed. I am going to be doing some sort of, I said this earlier, either a new podcast or an additional podcast or a newsletter or a Facebook group. I'm not sure what, if you have an idea, let me know. Um, to, <laughs> thank you, Gina. All about how I plant, how you can plant a seed right now. All you need is a seed. If you don't have a seed, you do have to go get seeds. But um, I would get lettuce or microgreens because they grow the fastest. But how that's all that you need are the, is the seed. And then I can teach you how to grow literally anything with any container that you have in your house under any circumstances, whether you have dirt, you don't have dirt, you have light, you don't have light. It's all possible. So I will be you know, figuring out some way to get that. Okay. Yeah. Life skills. I, all right. Podcast. I think I can do that. Maybe I'll add one more podcast a week temporarily while we are dealing with this insanity. So plant a seed. That is my number one piece of advice right now. Give yourself a little control over your environment, a little mental health, right? Getting in, in outside or inside and actually doing something. Another thing you can do right now, learn a skill. So the next time that you are scrolling Facebook and feeling your anxiety ramp up because all you're seeing is more bad news, turn that off and figure out a new skill that you want to learn that can help you get through these times. Maybe it's baking bread. That's another life skill that I, it's so easy to do, especially if you use the artisan bread in five minutes a day method, um, which I can definitely talk about on a future podcast. Maybe you want to learn how to bake bread because I'll tell you, my grocery store has no bread right now. Um, but that's okay because we can bake bread really easily and you can too. Maybe you want to learn how to sew a cloth that you can use in your bathroom. So that's a skill that you can research and learn. Maybe you want to learn how to, how to uh, create a small victory garden. So start researching that. Um, learn a skill that's going to actually help you get through these times that you can actually have control over something. Um, yes, Laura's going to plant a seed. Candy's going to plant a seed. Lisa, you have a greenhouse and you never use it. I am so jealous. <laughs> um, I will, uh, today, um, I actually, my plan this afternoon is to take a break from Facebook. You know, my kids are both home. Um, my, I'm going to go out into my garage and set up a new hydroponic growing area, but I'm going to grow both hydroponic seeds and seeds in dirt. So I will definitely, um, live stream during this process and just kind of take you guys a little bit through how I'm doing it so you can see my setup. But let's all plant seeds together. 
The other thing that you can do right now is create one space in your house where you can go to reduce your anxiety. I know Gina, you have your reading chair that's clear right now. That could be your space that you can sit and reduce your anxiety. Create one small space in your house that is your space to sit and meditate and relax. I, Meredith, I don't know if you're still watching, but I know you have a, a spot for meditation in your house. Create a space where you really can go and just do your deep breathing. Just sit, even if you don't get caught up in the term meditation, if that's not your thing, just sit and relax. One space where there is no clutter, where you can just truly feel like you can unwind and rejuvenate. Do that today. Create that one space for yourself. And the fourth thing that you can do right now that can help you get a handle on all of this craziness is connect with your community. So in our Clutter Boss Academy group, we have been having near daily calls and I can't tell you how good it feels just to connect with your community. Connection is the key to success. We know community crushes clutter, right? Community cl crushes clutter, hashtag. Um, but community also helps resolve anxiety. It helps us feel connected to each other. It's so important. Go onto a Facebook group. Use the Prioritize Your Sanity group if you want to. Zoom with your friends. So my kids are on Zoom now, like <laughs> all day long for school. And I reached out to some of my girlfriends just now and I said, listen, let's Zoom tonight, right? We're gonna have a small glass of wine and we're gonna just get on Zoom together because I miss them. I miss my friends. I miss seeing their faces. I miss hearing their voices. And we have the technology, so let's use it. We have communities. We have virtual communities that are amazing. So make sure that you stay connected to your community. It is gonna make a tremendous difference. It already has made a tremendous difference for me. I think I speak for everyone in Clutter Boss Academy when I say having that community has been so important to just being able to deal with the uncertainty, the unknown, the anxiety, the fear, right? Just being able to talk about it and know that you are not the only one going through this, even though it can feel that way when you're all alone in your house. So use your community. So things that you can do right now, four things that you can do right now, plant a seed, learn a skill, create a space in your house that is rejuvenating and joyful and where you can go and relax and connect to your community. Whew. Hey, Sarah, <laughs> you missed a lot, but you know, oh, See, Siri thinks I'm talking to Siri. <laughs> um, you did not miss everything, but this, you know, I have this uploaded to YouTube as like pretty much almost as soon as I'm done. So you can rewatch the whole thing there. Uh, Laura says, no greenhouse, but I have a tiny patio and a few planters and it will work. It will totally work. You can even grow things on a windowsill. Um, I have grown plants like, like everywhere. <laughs> uh, you guys know I love plants. Um, I will post last, uh, one year ago today, I was actually on the front page of our local newspaper for the hydroponics that I was doing. And the hydroponics all came about because I was trying to reduce the waste in our house. So one way that I was using our empty plastic containers was to start growing vegetables in them. 
Um, and that was just a continuation of my decluttering journey. I got to this point where, you know, there were so many plastic containers and you guys have all heard me talk about recycling and how China is not taking our plastic anymore. So I was trying to figure out what can I do with these plastic containers and I started to grow vegetables hydroponically in them. And it was really cool. It was a really cool experiment and we, you know, we had tons and tons of vegetables. Um, I kind of dis dismantled most of it over this winter because it just needed kind of a refresher, but I'm ready. I'm ready to start again. There's no better time than right now. Ooh, okay. So are there any comments or questions? Do you guys have any questions for me? Um, Ariel, I will teach you 100%. <laughs> um, oh, especially if you're vegetarians. Yeah, it's, well, I'm, just start with lettuce. Lettuce grows so quickly. It's so tasty. Um, it's so easy. And actually, I mean, you can grow lettuce at hydroponically or in dirt. It grows equally as fast. Um, most of the lettuce that we get at the grocery store is grown hydroponically in greenhouses. So this is a little side note. This is how major producers are doing it. Um, Lisa says, greenhouses can be tricky. I water something one day and the next day they're wilted and dead. Mine is glass. Yes. So that's a great skill to learn how to grow in a glass greenhouse. Because, right, because you have to control the airflow and maybe put up some shade. So I would love, Lisa, I would love to see some pictures and hear what you're learning. Um, that... <laughs> Terry says, great idea, my own space. Yes, Terry, post pictures, let us know, like create a space just for you that you love and share it with us, please. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and end this Ask Jess. Stay tuned because I am trying to figure out a way to start um, either a life skills podcast or uh, maybe a Facebook group. I'm not really sure. Maybe a newsletter. Um, so again, if you have ideas, somebody said podcast, and I think that that could make sense. It might be more of just like a bunch of Facebook lives um, as I kind of go about doing different things. I also pressure can and water bath can vegetables. <laughs> um, we also homestead and raise a lot of animals. So we could really, and just like practical things. Um, you know, because I backpack, so I have this amazing little tiny water filter, which would take place of thousands and thousands of water bottles in your house. You know, <laughs> all I have all these ideas. I have one of my issues. I'm way too full of ideas. But you guys, you're amazing. Thank you for being here. Remember to breathe. Connect with each other. Connect with me. I love you guys. I am sending out so much positivity. To everyone right now, we can get through this. We do not have to give in to the fear. We have definitely ways that we can start to handle this. And I am so happy that we are all part of this community together. Bye, everyone. <laughs>